Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? But you don't know why I'm here. Ding dong. Hello? Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. I didn't get here because I was cute. Or because I came from some famous wrestling family. Or because I sucked up to the right people. I got here because I am good. I earned this championship. Frustrated into the goddamn workforce! This is bullshit! Rhett made a very, very selfish decision. Brett's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Brett screwed Brett. I have no sympathy whatsoever for Brett. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much. I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. I'm going to tell you all with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life hello everyone welcome to three count thursday first show in june 2021 it is june the third we are still the podcast of the millennium we have tons to talk about this week make sure you go to threecountthursday.com it's our homepage. you'll find our social media links our youtube channel our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net what a maneuver thank you tim we also have our uh, merchant, our uh, co- Patreon page, excuse me, our collar and elbow brand deal, our uh, home network, of course, NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com, and our secondary network is the Leap Sports and Music Network. Ryan, where can they find the Leap Sports and Music Network? That's L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. That would absolutely be the one. Um <laughs> In our intro every week, um, I chuckle when it's the the AJ Lee clip because all I can think about is when when Matt referenced the Bellas and I quote honking. <laughs> so it literally it makes me chuckle every single week uh, during uh, during the uh, intro. So uh, Matt it was so brutal. They were like, "Say that to my face!" as Bellas! she's talking to their faces. <laughs> 
Uh, How you doing, Matt? How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. It's it's almost Friday, short week this week. Um, didn't get a chance to make it to Roots Market. Um, I know Mark and I had plans, um, so he ate my lemon whoopie pies, which I'm not happy about, but I will persevere. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm proud of you for fighting on, Tim. How you doing? I'm good. I'm real good. I'm uh, enjoying my tasty Zoa Superberry. 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 It's. uh, I'm trying to see what all. Oh. What's all in this berry deal? It doesn't really say, but um, I'm sure it's a blueberry because it's blue, and everything else. Uh, But other than that, you know, I'm just excited for the weekend. I'm ready to do stuff and uh i'm so excited now that like the world starts to get more vaccinated which means more stuff is opening up which means i get to do more hood rat stuff with my hood rat (laughs) friends and i'm excited about it and uh shout out to Brittany in the chat yes we will definitely we we need to have her on again soon one of these uh pay-per-view prediction shows we'll get her or back not. in here just whenever or just whenever her about her new life and right uh, how she's deep in the fart of texas now and <laughs> you know everything everything's good she's uh she's growing up tim she's back on, growing up she is back on, her insta, back on her insta she's back on her uh her tiktokking it's good stuff i'm good, glad to see it um Devin out of his cast, fully vaccinated as well. So good, exciting times for Devin. If you're following along with this live video, give it a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Uh, was, it, it a, was it a dong cast? <laughs> what did he break? His, his dong. arm. Was his, I thought it was. Well, it was his arm because his dong was so big when he. That's how broke. he counts to three when he's reffing. Just squats when... down and. Drops it, drops it low. I've seen it three times. Devin was trying to count to twenty-one the one time and uh, got cited for indecent exposure. Ryan, whenever Ryan is putting those uh, candy cigarettes in his mouth, he looks like somebody's uncle uh, asking, tr- telling him how to uh, car parts, <laughs> uh, fix your carburetor, or something. Fun. Ryan, how you doing? I got to go down to the O'Reillys. Tell him you know me. I know the manager. O'Reilly. I'm doing so good. I, I just rediscovered my love for candy cigarettes tonight. I, I'm using the, the Roundup brand candy cigarette. It's a, a great candy cigarette. Wait, Roundup like in the, the like the, the weed spray? <laughs> like the, the pet? Yes. The weed, the weed killer? It's, it's, a, good, the it's a good for you company. candy. Only only forty eight calories. Um, so Ryan, Ryan, fat free candy right here. It's so good for you. Would the candy cigarettes make your top five Halloween candy? Were we to redraft? No one's giving out candy cigarettes for Halloween. I might this year, but nobody else would. I, that wasn't unfiltered. my question. I didn't ask if you thought that it would make a resurgence with parents. I asked if you they specifically they're, they're delicious. would put them in your top five. Yeah, sure. Why not? They're really tasty. It would, it would have to knock out the Wonka bar, obviously. Well, naturally, which nobody also gives out. <laughs> My favorite thing, and we're still we're still on you full screen, Ryan, 
is Why? any any well because to see this because I'm making a point that okay. my favorite part about have people having like the cigarette like item in their mouth is that yes. it bounces when they talk. Yeah. And I just I smoked for years. It's, it's I know. pretty easy to talk with a cigarette in your mouth. I, well, I'd never know. You are but... ve- you are very articulate. Like it's been a while. How how long has it been since you quit? I quit uh, August eighteenth, twenty fourteen. Okay, right. so we're, we're coming up on years. seven years. Seven years. Um, you're you're still very articulate with the with the candy cigarette. Probably more articulate now because I have to watch what my mouth is doing so it doesn't fall out of my mouth. I would hate to lose this candy cigarette. Well, you can't. I mean, you can't lose them. They're they are fantastic. No, you can't. You can't. You can move it to one side to the other with your. It's just look at you stuff. doing tricks with fancy. His fancy. I don't need to say that on the podcast again. <laughs> fancy, fancy. Uh, intern Mark, how you doing? Hi, boys. I'm doing real good. Real good. I did make it to Roots this week. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, Matt. Hi, boys. Matt, I'm sorry about the lemon whoopie pie, but I just didn't want you to have a day old. Day old whoopie sorry. pies are just not the same. They are not. Uh, Vernon had the uh, strawberry whoopie pies back this week. I was glad to see that. Uh, Little Wayne was there to serve them up. That's Vernon's son. Little Wayne, not the rapper, but he's a little omelet, a little Amish boy. And uh, Ryan, did they still call you Smokey? You've been smoke free for seven years. No, I, I switched stores, and nobody calls me Smokey anymore. I'll be darned. In fact, I wasn't ever called Smokey when I actually smoked, so it's a <laughs> bad nickname from the word go. Is it? But I feel uh, like it's maybe one of those like ironic nicknames, like when the fat guy's called Tiny. Yeah, sure, that's what it was. Big Tiny, <laughs> Tiny and Luckily, Smokey. Thank God I avoided the nickname Tiny in my life. Yeah, I, I, I- was. I was never I called. I mean, tiny. your name is Tim. I, I got, I got where you're. I going. know. So it's like, it's oh a... yeah, I didn't even think yeah. of that. Oof. Tiny Oof. Tim. That's yeah. yeah that's, let's not that's start. Tough. Let's that's... not start putting that uh, together. I think the. Have, uh... I think the only reason I saved it was because my actual name is Tim Taylor, so I couldn't be both Tiny uh... Tim. And the tool man. You'd right. be surprised. Tiny Tim Taylor actually goes that really actually well. actually rolls off you know, really well. Does. You know what? Shut up. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> uh, shout out to, in the background, we're putting Mark full screen again, uh, the Sprout phone. Jesus. <laughs> you guys need to call me. It's right there. <laughs> Is that a, that that's crazy. a real phone. That's a real, actual, working telephone. Do you have a landline in Hottenstein Estates? I, as a matter of fact, I do. Wow. I have the, the Sprout phone. When I got this, I told my loving daughter, any phone call she needs to make to anybody has to be made on that phone. How'd that, how'd that go over? She got uh, not too well. She, a, <laughs> she, yeah, she, she lost a lot of friends. <laughs> she, writes by, she writes by letter. She does uh, the old snail mail. She you got a cell phone immediately. Your your kids, I've had both of your children. They are the sweetest, kindest people in the world. They have a great father who raised them, but... (laughs) But... (laughs) But it's got to be tough to be those kids. Oh, Um, God. Yeah, Yeah, it's not easy. I I get warned... Sometimes at public events, don't do anything stupid. Don't say anything. <laughs> don't act up. 
And I feel like that's like a general like discussion that that at, at a certain age kids have with their parents. But I feel like it's a much more serious conversation over at Hotten's Dynasties. <laughs> I, I one time we were going to church and my daughter said, "Dad, don't act crazy in here." <laughs> no, I was going into church. Oh my gosh! I did thank the priest at the end for having us. I said, "Thank you for having us," and he looked at me weird and just kept shaking hands. <laughs> thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, I said, "Thank you for having us." I I love it. I I absolutely love it. I I I wouldn't. I wouldn't have you any other way, intern Mark. Oh, you guys, man. you are you are one of a kind. All right, let's um, let's move man, right. What is your what is your smoothie today? I'm just I, I must, did I miss that? What are we drinking? No, I, I hadn't mentioned it's a spinach, mango, banana, and uh, avocado. Oh, oh, an avocado. What uh, what are you? That sounds pretty tasty. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking tonight? Just straight up water. Uh, it's usually water. I, I do have a tasty cherry Pepsi can Ooh. Uh, and two bottles of water I'll probably go through. Nice. Two bottles of water. Two See, bottles I of will, water. I will choose Coke over Pepsi all the time, except when it's the cherry. Absolutely. That is the correct answer. Cherry Pepsi, cherry Pepsi yeah. is greater than cherry Coke. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I am a Mountain Dew fan if I was drinking something like at a restaurant and they serve Pepsi. But um, to round out like the buy three you have to get at the supermarket. It's usually two Mountain Dews and one Cherry Pepsi, and I'm very happy with that decision. Very, uh, very, very tasty. Intern Mark, do you have a beverage, Intern Mark? We know Tim's drinking the I, the Rocks energy drink or whatever it is. Be I respectful. have uh, I have some Mullen Springs water over here. Is it Mullen Springs or Poland Springs? M- Moldy but Springs? I, <laughs> I think it's Pol- called Mullen Springs. Poland Spring? I remember Poland oh, Springs. Poland, Poland Springs. I, yeah. I thought it was Mullen. No, I think it, at Roots they sell Moland Springs water. Yeah, over at the uh, the Amish Starbucks, the A Bucks, <laughs> they have uh, Moland Spring water. Here we go. Not so bad. <laughs> Did you want it frozen? Sometimes they give it to you completely frozen. I'm not joking. They've given me bottles of water that are completely frozen. <laughs> oh, I thought joking. you were gonna. I thought you meant they just literally handed you like a block of ice. Might as well. Well, <laughs> well, they could have. <laughs> they could have. Um, Jim, how are you? To melt. Uh, I'm I'm doing better today. Yesterday, not so great. Um, some unfortunate personal news, uh, but I'm glad to be talking with you boys today. Um, definitely doing much better. So, uh, looking forward to things. Looking forward to the future, and um, glad to be here uh, talking some wrestling uh, with my favorite group. Thank you, Devin, for for uh, asking that as well here in the chat. I uh, appreciate that. So, yeah, if you're with us in the live video, um, you know, throw some comments, some chats up there. We'll we'll get to them uh, throughout the uh, throughout the show as well. So let's uh, get into it with our uh, one of our weekly segments. On this day. We are looking at uh, June the 3rd, of course, in pro wrestling history. One birthday, uh, Braxton Sutter, born today in 1980. Then we go back to uh, 1991. On this day. Uh, Steve Austin defeats Bobby Eaton for the WCW television title, Birmingham, Alabama. It would be Austin's first singles championship in WCW and ended Eaton's only reign uh, with the television title. On this day. 1996, the Monday Night Wars continued with WCW's Nitro defeating WWF's Raw 3.0 to 2.3. Raw featured Jake Roberts defeating Triple H, the Godwins defeating Techno Team 2000, Mankind defeating Barry Horowitz and Steve Austin defeating 
Bob Holly Nitro offered the Steiners, defeating Sting and Lex Luger via disqualification. Scott Norton defeating Hugh Morris. The Giant defeating Ice Train. Ric Flair and Arn Anderson defeating the Rock and Roll Express. Kevin Sullivan defeating uh, Prince Iakea. Steven Regal defeating Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Craig Pittman defeating Disco Inferno. Um, the Faces of Fear defeating High Voltage. And John Tenta defeating Bubba Rogers via Countout. On this day. 2003, Rey Mysterio defeats Matt Hardy for the WWE Cruiserweight title in Anaheim, California, beginning his sixth run with the title, but his first run with the belt since it had become a WWE title. His five previous reigns, uh, of course, when the uh, belt was part of WCW. On this day. 2004, after two years as a pay-per-view-only company, the very first episode of TNA Impact airs on Fox Sportsnet. The show, which was taped in Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida, would later move from its Friday afternoon slot on FSN to a late-night Saturday slot on Spike TV before becoming a late-night Thursday show for Spike and finally becoming a primetime show uh, on Thursdays. The show would also see the debut of the six-sided ring in TNA. And finally, on this day. 2007, WWE's third annual one-night stand pay-per-view took place in the Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida, in front of 7,000 fans. The show had a buy rate of 188,000. The tagline of the show was Extreme Rules, featuring talent from Raw, SmackDown, and ECW. Uh, the show had one dark match, eight main card matches, and was main evented by John Cena defeating the great Khali in a Falls Count Anywhere match to retain the WWE Championship. Those were the events that occurred. On this day. June the 3rd in pro wrestling history. What Quite a barn burner that uh, that one night stand uh, was. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize there was three of them. I think I there was actually... I think there was actually more. I don't even think that was the only the... Uh, the it wasn't the third and final. Uh, Charlie says all of all five of us need destrucity in our lives. Don't we all, Charlie? Don't no. we all? <laughs> mm. I can pass on I can I can pass on all destrucity. I think we I Tim, think we I, all can. I can probably pick some up for you next Tuesday at Roots. No, I'm okay. <laughs> Cuz I'm sure if you do it's just going to be frozen, so I'd I'd rather <laughs> If I well, have to, I'd rather have it fresh and not frozen. We, yeah, you, you don't want you don't want frozen or or uh, my God, it's spoiled destrucity. We do not, definitely don't want that. You want fresh, fresh destrucity. Isn't that that uh, that Queen Strike song, "Silent Destrucity"? I, I, something like that. Yeah, yes, that's what it was. <laughs> Is that it? That's or I was it? Was it the? I thought that was the System Silent. of a Down song. Ah, uh, yeah. The city of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, maybe something, something like that. No. Uh, all right, let's, um, before we get to our uh, weekly nominations for, for Wrestler oh. of the Week, those are actually going to come a little bit later. Can we just wrap this show up a while? This is going <laughs> way too long for my liking today. <laughs> Ryan, just uh, just have another um, uh, roundup, and, and I think you'll be all right. That's my last one. Oh no! I'm done. You I'm laying. I'm you had a pace already. I'm laying them down. Man, oh, dude, man. you need to pace yourself. It's a two-hour-plus show here. You're gonna oh, get lightheaded man. now. Mm-hmm. Not good. My God. Um, there it goes. <laughs> seeming what is unfortunately seeming to become a, a, a almost weekly occurrence uh, 
here as of late. WWE uh, came to terms yesterday on the releases of Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Lana, Murphy, Ruby Riot, and Santana uh, Garrett. There had been um, some rumors of, of possibly more, but as of now, that that is not the case. Um, and 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 we'll talk about maybe some of the the, the potentially bigger picture uh, the, the coming out of this and, and the releases that we've seen both in the uh, superstar realm and and also uh, the behind the scenes uh, world for the WWE. But um, I, I think the one for me guys that, that that sticks out the most in terms of these releases has to be Braun Strowman. Um, you know, love him, hate him, think he was overrated, whatever. And, and, and we can even get into, to, you know, where, where all the standing from, from these superstars were, but, but I mean, Braun's a guy who, you know, universal champion, um, you know, featured on, on the Saudi shows, which love or hate those. I mean, they, they are a big deal financially for the WWE, um, you know, just, just wrestled one of the. I mean, some would argue the the greatest superstar in in the WWE today, uh, at WrestleMania this year, and and just I mean, it, WrestleMania Backlash was you know in a in a title match, and now uh, just a couple weeks later, out of the company. Um, so so that one was probably the most, and, and Alistair obviously with with the the reinvent you know the the relaunching of um, his character on SmackDown just a couple weeks ago. Definitely the, the the most shocking, but just just another uh, another grouping in in the list of uh, talent releases and um, employee releases for the WWE here here of late. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's business, I guess. I'm, I mean, I'm not super surprised whenever I see the future endeavors list come out. I think there's always a couple that are like, "Oof, wouldn't have got rid of them," but. Uh, I feel like these always work out pretty okay for the WWE. Um, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, he's gonna they're, they're gonna make the WWE pay by by terminating him, and he'll go to AEW and be the greatest thing." And um, he's just the best man. You know, I think I feel like these things always seem to work out fine for everybody involved. Uh, it's wild though that there were so many recent people. On, on this list, I know you spoke uh, directly about Braun. I mean, Mania match against uh, the GOAT of, of, of all of times. I'm not going to say it, Jim. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm preparing. You put your hand on your mouse. You I'm preparing I was just it. in case somebody I does do say it. his I'm name. I'm not going to do it. Lana uh, wrestled at WrestleMania, finally got over one table at a time. But by God, she got over. Um, Ruby Riot wrestled at WrestleMania. In, in the tag team turmoil match. Um, everybody probably should have been fired for being involved in that match. Um, Santana Garrett, just I don't think ever, you know, got the chance to really shine with, with what she had had. Um, Buddy Murphy, look at the last year, how much he was involved with the Mysterios and, and slamming Ray's daughter and being with, uh, being with the church guy, Seth Rollins. Uh, and then Alistair just repackaged. I think he just debuted again last friday like actually physically showed up and and gone two weeks weeks. uh, for some reason it they weren't on at all last week which seemed odd yeah you know what you can't keep all the shit happening uh straight in my head because i watch so much wrestling from week to week (laughs) it just gets lost in there it's all right uh, i'm 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 doing my job as the the host i'm doing my job you're doing a good job yeah so it's business not surprising 
if we're talking about the Alistair Black stuff. Shane McMahon. <laughs> the best in the world. Oh. I am sorry. <laughs> I, I, sure. I don't. I don't think you yep. are. I don't think you are either. It slipped right out of my face hole. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. Gotta be the cigarettes. I'll, I'll mute sure. myself. I'm sorry. It is. It's, okay. it's the it's the cigarettes, Ryan. We're we're all we're all concerned okay. about you. Uh, nicotine right. high. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So much. Um, but in the way of Alistair Black, so uh, Alistair's been streaming on. Uh, his wife's Twitch channel, uh, just kind of answering questions from uh, his fans. And he was talking pretty candidly about stuff. Like he has a shirt that's available for pre-order on WBShop.com. I saw people tweeting about that yesterday. He had new gear made for this run. He has a new theme. I heard about that. New theme that they never got to use. That apparently, as he said, I believe, his best yet. Yeah. Which, I mean, his original one was a fucking banger. Well, apparently, the reason why they had to change the theme is because WWE didn't have the rights to it. But he does. Oh, wow. Okay. So he has that. He has the rights to that theme. Like, that was that band, right? Code Orange Agent something i don't think it was it. that's um that's bray wyatt's theme. agent orange, Jeez. I, orange. Thought, code I, thought, orange. I, thought, I thought code orange did uh his nxt theme which he i brought think up they with performed it but i don't oh, think got that, it okay yeah code orange wasn't uh, uh wasn't alistair black in one of those war game matches in nxt jesus christ in war games war games war games war games Mark, you know you got to say it backwards, so we don't have a clip for that. War games backwards, game wars. Games, 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 games. He never performed in one. Kyle O'Reilly did. So I just want everyone to know I've just been an innocent bystander. I've just been sitting here. I've been letting the flow of show traffic move on. But the Joker to my right here on the screen and the one above him are the ones who just want to derail any positive momentum that takes place on the podcast with their sound bites and their regal touching and their McMahon loving. Good for them. It's all them. You can address all your. I'm just here watching Impact in the background because apparently a former WWE star is debuting tonight, and I want to be able to break news when it happens. But I'm just trying to break bread with you. Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Wasn't uh, Bobby Lashley was in <laughs> TNA, wasn't he? Bobby. He was a champion. That's yeah. when they couldn't find him that night when the uh, they're getting ready to go live. They sent Mr. <laughs> Brady out looking for him. As they were looking for Bobby. <laughs> Bobby! Where did they ever find Bobby that night? 
He was out at the Grand Canyon with the little Indian boy. Oh, okay, uh, okay, no, we're not going to do. We're no, we're not. Tim, I'm sorry. I, he's 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 been muted. We're getting, it's let's, okay. Let's get back on track. Yeah, but um, especially with Braun Strowman, Braun might still be graded on like two year, uh, two year ago lens. While he was in the main event picture or in the title hunt, as much as WrestleMania backlash is concerned, his height of powers is exceed. It's gone. Like when they did not give him the title against Brock, the ro- the bloom fell off that rose. Braun yeah. was not the same and they could not capitalize on the choo-choo man's powers. Um, and also now with other giants, there's an actual dude almost that is a foot taller than Braun Strowman. Well, what is that going to do? Well, and I feel like, I, I feel like part of, and, and who, was I, taller I, than, who was taller than him? Shanky. Shanky almost uh, commander Aziz. All bigger and taller, all bigger and taller than Braun Strowman. And I mean, kudos to Braun for for getting himself <laughs> and just Jesus God, Mark. just getting himself in, in like absolutely ridiculously good shape, especially given what he was when he first came into WWE. But like, I feel like that was part of the Braun quote unquote mystique was that he was as big as he was, but he was also still kind of agile. I mean, we, we I've regularly tweeted how much I loved the the a man the size of Braun Strowman running as as quickly as he did. Um he has been supplanted now by by Chris Jericho's butterball ass uh running uh like he did in the the stadium stampede. But you know, after they didn't didn't capitalize on Braun and and didn't give him the title back when they probably should have. Um, obviously he got the title last year at, at, at mania, um, partially because of COVID and, uh, Roman Reigns going away for a little while, but, and, and, and Matt, we'll get obviously your, your thoughts on, on, on all of these, but, but like for me is Braun was Braun Strowman did, I mean, he, 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 whether he won the title when he did or when he should have, but like, was this the shelf life of Braun Strowman? Like when you think, when you when you look back at at the Ultimate Warriors career in the WWE, the, the the initial peak and then decline and it went away because he wasn't great in the ring. He was he was what he was. He was a character. Braun was a character. What you know? Is did they did they squeeze all they could out of Braun Strowman? They stripped away everything that was unique about Braun Strowman. Uh, here's a bodybuilder that came in. The brave, the brave thing happened post that. Um, he was like this country strong, big character, the everyday man. And then he became like ripped gym guy and he just blended in on a roster. There was nothing unique about him anymore. Yeah. I think and that... they absolutely missed the boat. The guy was white hot. Yeah. White hot. I mean, and I think we look back at multiple missed opportunities with the WWE and say, Phew. They really, really fumbled that. Yeah. A year and a half before he touched the championship belt, he should have 
had the championship belt. <laughs> right. Exactly. When he was then, running through jobbers. Like, he made James Ellsworth, for Christ's sake. Right. Well, uh, that's a tall order. <laughs> you know, and, and I feel like the the um, Saudi Premier Championship or whatever the hell it was, the, the green title, I feel like that was like their make good that year for not giving him the actual Wasn't title. Wasn't that for the Greatest Royal Rumble? Was it? I, I don't even remember. Those shows. I think that's all it was. You know, yeah. but like he was the only one that ever got a championship belt for winning the greatest Royal because there's been multiple greatest Royal Rumbles, I think. Or has there only been one? There's only been there's one. Only been one. Only, so he's the only one. But again, those shows. But from that, everybody remembers Titus. Right. right. They don't remember him winning in the green title. They remember Titus falling through the apron. So what championship? Well, I know the I'm not even going to say it. What? what? What means less? The, the blood money championship or like the FTW championship or the million dollar champion. Like what, what they're all make believe. Honestly, the, the really blood, the recognized. blood money one, at least the million because, dollar titles been featured in storylines could potentially be featured, you know, here in a couple weeks in NXT. Sure. I mean, the FTW title, you at least see it on, <laughs> on AEW. Like he, Braun got that title and we never saw it again. <laughs> like why, why was it even a thing? Um, Matt, your your it thoughts. Was the greatest of the Royal Rumbles. <laughs> That's true, Matt. Your your thoughts on on the whole on the releases and and everything this week. Yeah, I mean, I think when we initially talked, um, none were really super surprising aside from Braun and and Alistair. Um, disappointing, sure. I think that there was a lot left that they could have done with with some of the people. Um, people were finally starting to give a shit about Lana. Um, so that, and the, the riot squad never really took off despite being one of the few, like actual women's tag teams, uh, in a division that is so desperate to put over their tag team division. Um, didn't really make sense why they didn't seize that opportunity, but cause there's I, Reginald before I get too critical of WWE. <laughs> let me, let me stop here. Hit, tap the um, brakes, tap the brakes. But, yeah, I mean, I think with Braun, you know, like you guys said, a lot of missed opportunities there. I, I think that people were so desperate to see anyone but Roman for that feud that Braun was kind of at his peak right there. I think he's been riding him flipping the ambulance with Roman inside <laughs> it for a couple of years now. And it's just like that was a huge moment. And then it just went nowhere. And you could say that with a lot of feuds with Braun Strowman throughout his career. Um I was never a huge Braun fan, but I mean, he, he certainly won me over because he could do spots like those. Um, he was believable in certain feuds and they just were like, all right, big guy, go do this, you know, pick things up, put things down type thing. Eventually just became his shtick. And that's not a great shtick to have <laughs> in the WWE. I'm not finished with you. Um, yeah, and and obviously, you know, it sucks. Any Anytime anybody loses their job, it is horrible, whether it's WWE or, or anywhere. Um, it's, it's, never, it's never a fun conversation. It's never anything they want to talk about. Um, but the, the, the thing I, I – it's kind of I, – I don't want to say necessarily like revisionist history, but I, I can't necessarily think of a better way to describe it. Like seeing – some of the reactions from people yesterday, like 
Um, not, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, Braun, it was surprising. Um, Alistair surprising, given that they, they were relaunching him. But, like, I saw a lot of people, like, talking about how, um, you know, like, Lana was treated unfairly. Bra- like, you know, how they're, you know, they're missing this huge boat. And they did miss the boat with, with Braun Strowman. But, like, almost acting as if, you know, Lana was going to be a, a, you know, like, WrestleMania main eventer just because, like, w- like she, she was released. And, like, I, I, I just, again, I, I don't ever, I don't ever want to see people lose their job, especially abruptly. But I, I always find, like, when Lana's getting a push on Raw, the reaction I see is, like, oh, my God, why is she getting a push when Naomi's out there and Ruby Riot's out there and Liv Morgan's out there and, you know, there's so many other great women in the WWE or when, when Braun's getting that WrestleMania push, whether it's, you know, last year uh, for the title or, or this year versus Shane, it's, you know, oh, there's so many people they can use instead of Braun. And then they get released and they're like, oh my gosh, we love them so much. And I'm like, did you? I mean, I, I get there's there's ebbs and flows in, in fan bases, but um, sometimes the, the reactions to the uh, the decisions that 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 WWE makes and and again never like to see the people get released and, and people lose their job but I, I've always sometimes I've found like the day of release reactions uh interesting it, it it's also along the same lines of if you look at those people who were released unfortunately WWE already had their replacement or their they're close to same their player comparison already lined up. Bronze gone, you've got almost you got your giant. Buddy Murphy's gone, so you bring up Mansoor. Right. Mansoor takes Buddy Murphy's spot. Lana is Eva Marie. Yeah. Santana Garrett is Frankie Monet. Fair. Uh Ruby Riot is Rhea Ripley. Alter alternate looking female. Sh- sh- I mean, yeah. I mean, there are player comparisons. Right, like Ruby was never booked person. booked in that spot, but I I I see what you're saying. Correct, but then that means that Ruby Riot's the upgrade. Right. Or not Ruby Riot. Rhea, Rhea, Rhea Ripley's Ripley is the, upgrade. the upgrade. You're right. And who who am I missing that was not oh Alistair, Alistair Black. Black. He's the only person who really doesn't have the <laughs> unless Karrion Cross is about to get called up. Possibly Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross is less explosive Alistair Black. Right. Did you see Booker T's comments on, on Alistair Black, by the way? No, I did not. Man, he's a bit, I don't know. He said something along the lines of, like, part of the reason why Aleister Black didn't work out in WWE is because he didn't set himself uh, apart enough from the rest of the roster. I was like... What a dumb comment. I'm, I'm like, wait, what? Well, there's a reason why Booker T is still under contract company with man. WWE <laughs> and why guys like The Big Show and Mark Henry are seeking greener pastures like obviously booker t is going to say something to side with the company line shucky ducky quack quack easy (laughs) easy money 
Booker's going to stay on that side. And yeah. that's perfectly fine. And to a certain degree, he might be right because there could be things backstage. But as far as his presentation went. Right. From a fan perspective, I, I'm I'm hearing the comment and I'm looking at. And, and really, I mean, the only the only anywhere close to comparisons that you can make between Alistair are probably uh, like the Fiend and Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And like the Undertaker, and that's it, right? Like there's there's then, really like, nobody else in in that wavelength, you know. And even then, it was the WWE that took away Alistair stuff. <laughs> it was WWE that took away Alistair's cool stuff. They took away his raise up in the coffin, right? They took that away. They changed his theme, which was super cool, and everybody was into. Added a sound effect, which wasn't necessary. <laughs> Wait, you don't I, I you cool. don't like those sound cool effects, Ryan? Creek. I was cool with the creek. You seem to have just an issue in general with sound effects. Fucking sound effects, him. masks. <laughs> you don't maybe know. maybe Braun can have a choo choo right in the middle of his fucking mat. See, I don't Hold believe. On. Maybe not there's something going the, on here. Not during the match, but if it's in the entrance, what does it matter? Ryan's just not a fan. He's not a fan of that. We're the little birds. <laughs> the birds are stupid as shit too. I hate all of those graphics, honestly. Well, they're gonna probably go away once the Thunderdome's over. Thank God. Uh some yeah, of them might mania. hang around. They did some of those. Did the pit were did they have the pigeons in mania? Yeah, they had the big pirate uh, hanging above like the Well that Well that was to that. that was to fill the the uh upstairs gap where people oh, weren't that, sitting um... too. Um or at least where there was minimal seating. But I think they did like the, um, they did some of some of the, not as many, Asuka but they did always s- gets the masks. Right. But entrances have always, they've always done the entrance things. Roman always has his thing. The big Uwa guy. Bobby Lashley's got his thing now. Right. Oscar's got her thing. Oh my Lord. Shouldn't have said it. Well, I gotta go. Who he is. <laughs> I can't Bye. help that that's his name. I, I mean, you're right. And I can't help that I hit, have to hit the button. You could I mean, just you say could Lashley. No. Yeah, you can say it. Say Lashley. He won't hit it. Well, I don't want to say Lashley. All right. Ah! His, mama, his mama named him Roberto, so I'm going to call him <laughs> by his short name. That's fair. That's Robert. fair. I got to get, this... get the Roberto uh, clip from uh, the water bowl. <laughs> Roberto. <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah. Round of cuts and like the other one or two where we saw uh, some other uh, specifically female wrestlers get cut. Did this effectively kill the tag team division on the main roster? I mean, it I mean, if should. you look at, look at look at the SmackDown roster for women right now. There's seven women. It's not many. Tim, you're smart. Name the seven. Okay, do you have them listed? Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six... I'm seeing eight listed. Eight. Sonya Deville is one. Okay. Not so, active. She was this one. Is so, sma- this is SmackDown. 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 We're looking for the SmackDown seven. Okay. So that's Natalia Tamina. Liv Morgan. Bailey. Sacha Banks. Bianca Belair. And Carmella. That is the SmackDown. There it seven. is. Well Boy, done. Tim's good. What well, a division. Well done. I, I, I mean, mean, it's not a 
bad division. It's not a bad division, but if you're going to have that's seven, and and here's it's bare bones for sure. Right. Tell me what WWE would do if the men's division were seven wrestlers. Thank you. If there were seven dudes on SmackDown. There's apparently which, only seven saying, dudes on Raw. If we I'm not saying there's really. seven dudes that are worth a damn on SmackDown. I'm saying seven total dudes on SmackDown. They would have Raw. They would have nothing. They wouldn't even have an indie show. They would have Raw pulling in their 1.1, whatever the fuck rating they got this past week. It is insane. I, I, and Raw's probably not much better One, as two, far as women four, go. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Is it nine, ten? ten? Eleven, including Eva Marie. Okay, so, so eleven. There are ten. So let's let's name the other ten. Okay, let me see if I can. There's Charlotte, Rhea, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax. Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Naomi. And that's the Raw 10. There it is. But then, if and Raw then you've got had Alexa 10. not wrestling. Yeah. Right. right. She's not wrestling. wrestling. Nikki, Nikki Cross is doing one-minute challenges. Because you have to have tag matches. And Nikki Cross is banging out two-minute matches. It, it, it's and how it's, did the AEW I, women's division become the better division? How did this happen? Well, I think the well, NXT, NXT division's NXT better. <laughs> I mean, NXT's but, better, but but also NXT's women's division right now. I and, and this is embarrassing. I can't tell you who the NXT women's champion is right now. Yeah, you can. I just, I Definitely literally can. just, I just thought about it. Yeah, it's it's saying lady, it, it's Raquel. Lady Diesel. Saying it like saying I didn't know jogged my memory, but it wasn't <laughs> to the front. Of, it wasn't to the front of my head. Consider name she's on the screen. Women. Can you name five women in NXT right now? Yes. Oh, okay. Easy. Okay, so now, you just you just drew a blank on the champion. Yes, I drew a blank on the champion because I'm like, who is it? Now it's kind of embarrassing because she's literally on the screen, right. and like I, I built the graphic. It's okay. It happens. You made a mistake, Tim. It's okay. I, you know, it's okay. But even then, there's a lot of women in NXT. But who's being focused? What's what is what? So much so that like the women's champion doesn't really have a dance partner right now, does she? Isn't she? Isn't EO she facing is a rematch? Isn't she facing Mercedes at in yeah, your house? Yeah, Mercedes. Mercedes in my house. Okay. At, at in your house. Yes, but yep. but Mercedes got marked by Tien Shah, right? Yeah, she didn't get marked. Mercedes got the black mark. The, oh, that's right. The black X, like but she I, can't drink at the club. But like, she isn't isn't that what's one of like the she great th- things about the NXT Women's Division is the fact that. You, you have your title storyline, but you have other things going on, which has probably been oh, one of the Lord. biggest indictments of the the main roster's women's division. The ta- is it the way the tag team champions? Yes. yes. Candice and, and, and Indy. Indy. And really, outside of them, is it? it's just Shotzi and Ember, right? It's the only other, like, 
tag team that worth a damn down there right now? Uh, wasn't Aaliyah with somebody? Aaliyah was with Vanessa Bourne, then they split up, and then somebody else. Well, Bourne's gone, right? Bourne is gone. By the way, watch CrossFit, CrossFit chick, and uh, oh yeah, Caden, yeah, Caden, 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 Mighty Casey, Casey Covidzaro, yeah, yeah, Casey. yeah. By the way, watching Impact, jeez, former big cast W Morrissey looks like a bazillion dollars right now. He is cut up. He looks like Test in a different life. Well, so I mean, it right helps now, that bro. like everybody but Moose in that company is about four foot ten too. It helps. Oh, but he, oh, he just Jim, looks... you're acting like Sammy Callahan's not tall. <laughs> Wait, when did he get tall? Did he put lifts in his boots? Um, all right. The 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 other the other thing that Solomon Crow. I'm sorry, that's the name yeah, you would Solomon. probably that's remember. Solomon yeah. Crow, the um, Hacker Man. <laughs> the 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 other big hypothesis that's been coming out from a lot of people over the last, especially now the last 24 hours. But I actually had this as a as a topic before yesterday's releases even happened yeah, don't get that. don't don't you fucking give me that look mm-hmm. yeah don't give me that sass um because we saw we've seen a lot of cuts on the on the business side on the corporate side on the office side um you know the 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 selling you know, the the network sell to uh to peacock it is do you think wwe is positioning themselves for a sale not necessarily imminent i think there's people that think we're going to wake up tomorrow or or next week and and there's going to be news about the wwe um being sold to nbc universal or disney or something like that i, I think this is more six months a year two years from now when when vince finally is retiring or whatever um that it's just you know, it's that it, the, the company is going to sell. I, I've seen a lot of people thinking that this is the WWE positioning themselves for that. Do you think that that, that that's a, that's something they're doing or looking at at this point? I just find it really hard to believe that there's going to come a day when when somebody related to a McMahon doesn't own the WWE. Just that seems wild to me. Uh, huh. I don't know. How do you even sell it? Is that is that I don't even know how it works. Like as a publicly traded company, see that's like the, who absorbs that's like the shares of of that. Just there's so much to do, and I know it happens all the time. I was just saying, I mean, it, 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 ha- it yeah, it happens. I'm just ignorant to how it how it happens, but uh, yeah, fuck it. I'll say within the next three years. But then the question, so my question then. All right, five years. You changed my mind. (laughs) My question is, if it does go to an NBC or a Disney or something along those lines, how does that even work? Because the only person who can run the WWE is Vince McMahon. If they sell it, who's going to run it? Is it Triple H? What happens when Vince retires or dies? See, that's the next question. He won't die. Oh, he's gonna die. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna. Pretty forever. sure. Pretty sure. Scientifically, he's gonna die. Like, I mean, I think we've all kind of assumed, or at least I have, that that it would be Triple H or or and or Stephanie and or Shane. Right, but even then, I don't think Shane could run the company. 
No Shane. offense. His son, Shane, oldest sibling to the McMahon family. You know, Shane. Shane. Here comes yes. the money. Here we go. That, that, that's Shane. That's the Shane. Here comes the money. Um, and I, I think it would be more like a, a team of people. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. But who 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 makes the final who makes that final call on things? Who's sitting in the daddy chair? Uh, you know, right. at Monday Night Raw and at SmackDown and in, in meetings and Dick Wolf. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, he he does have a great empire of shows, so maybe that maybe he sure that's a does. good. Um, maybe he'd bring back Fandango and Brizongo as uh, as the police sleuths. <laughs> but. There's there's so many things that are up in the air about who would go to what to who. Like what is it, what happens with NXT? Does NXT split out from WWE and become its own thing before WWE goes and gets sold? Man, honestly, if we're looking at a sale could this be the death of WWE if it gets put in the hands of somebody that doesn't know what they're doing? I don't know, like a WCW Time Warner Media thing, where somebody is just as an executive is like, you know what, we're done with wrestling. It's not as profitable as we think. Their shows are doing like a 1.2, 1.3 in the ratings, and I get ratings don't matter, but here they probably do. Uh, it's just, you know what, it's done. We're done with it. And then what happens then? They just fold the WWE and just like that is gone. Because the president, what if the president of NBC Universal changes and the new president doesn't see a place for wrestling? And then they sell the WWE and its entire tape library to Tony Khan for a million dollars. Jim would dead die. I'm out. I'm out. I'm but dead. Isn't that exactly? Isn't that exactly what happened with WCW? Exactly. Exactly what happened with WCW. Yeah. Now the difference is, is that in 2001, buyouts and things of that nature are a little less expensive. I don't know what AOL purchased Time Warner for. I don't know. I don't remember what that is. I don't know what it would be with inflation. But right now, WWE. Let's say, and this was just spitballing from, I was listening to Sean Ross Sapp, who's been a god right now. Dude's with yeah, breaking they've some been of this killing it this week. Like, he is, he's doing the Lord's work, as someone he like to say. He is absolutely my preferred source. It's For me, it's Mike Johnson, and then after Mike Johnson, it's Sean Ross yeah, Sapp. Yeah, Johnson's and then, solid, too. And then literally everyone else can just, because I feel like if it's not those two, everybody else is breaking one of their news. Right. Or Ryan Satin, but he gets stuff directly from WWE. And like I he's a he's a low third to me. Um but Sap was talking about how you know, Nick Khan is the guy who was responsible for the Fox deal. Mhm. He's responsible for the Peacock deal. And what if he's trying to get the valuation of the company to a set number? Like the company's got to be worth X amount of dollars. 
that means certain people got to get cut to get the number down to yeah. four. The number was the number was four point five. Now, granted, they've also cut people behind the scenes, but they've cut the live. They've, they've cut the live event division, mm-hmm. like off the books. Digital is practically gone. They're cutting large contracts from people because Braun. You have to think. Braun, uh, Ruby, Alistair, all of the, at least those three were people who got signed during a time where WWE was in acquisition mode and paying big money to people who nowadays wouldn't get that contract. Right. I feel yeah, like those days are are well behind us now. Right. So what you're what you're saying is is what's happening on Raw is the process that it's going to get so bad eventually it's going to be really good like three seven years down the road. <laughs> Trust it. Trust it. <laughs> I mean, um, sure. I don't but, know enough about again, that. That's more of a mad topic, I think. But, yeah, but uh, again, the process nowadays is such a joke that it's one person that's become the process as opposed to the entirety <laughs> of the thing. I think one of the guys, and I think it was Rob on the Mindless Musings podcast, kind of compared it like, and, and it's along those same lines, Tim, uh, of of what they were, what Sean Ross Sapp was talking about. Because I think I saw that at least the part of that on uh, their YouTube show yesterday. Is is it, if you think of like other sports have a salary cap, that's that's kind of what the WWE is doing here. Is there, you know, is you you have somebody that's kind of come in. And uh, is is really kind of taking over the business operation. And they're looking at, you know, dollars and charts and graphs and all sorts of uh, bottom lines that that um, are are well beyond my pay grade. Um, and they're going, okay, we we got to get here. Is this, you know, is so and so expendable? Is this division expendable? Is you know what, where where what can we get rid of to get to get to this point? You know, and, and you know, it happens. At- yeah, let's get Santana Garrett off the books. That'll save the money. But also, Santana Garrett was probably on a bigger deal than she was worth to WWE. Santana Garrett was a big name on the indies, so they probably Huge did the give indies. her a bigger contract than what we're assuming. And I, I think, if, if memory so she serves, was, she was she's been keep away. She's been signed since like AEW's come onto the scene, I believe. So I, her signing was probably let's keep her away from AEW because that that those signings happened. There, there's there's no pretending that they didn't. Those signings happened. The difference, though, Jim, between another like a sports franchise trying to get under the salary cap and what WWE is doing is that if a team doesn't get under the salary cap, they have to pay a luxury tax. Oh, right, 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 right. And that's imposed by the league. WWE doesn't have a luxury tax. No, no. But they have people running the the corporate side of the business that are trying to hit a certain number. Right. Now, that's that's for certain. But I think if – you have to think that selling is is a play and is probably Vince's last play. But I think the only people who are seriously worried about uh, WWE being sold 
are the fans. Yeah. I, because we're just, we just want to know what's like, we want to know what everyone else would want to know way before it happens. And fans like, are looking, about, <laughs> fans are looking happens. at it too, from, from an emotional standpoint of, I love Alistair Black. They just released him. And I love Ruby Wright on the Indies and they just released her. And Santana Garrett is really good in the Indies. And I just released her and they just released a bunch of people. So there has to be a reason here. So I think it's just because most people don't work in corporate America to the level of, of understanding maybe what the WWE is trying to do. Like, like there, there's not a lot of people that are, that are on the level of truly understanding because I sure as shit don't, you know, the, the ins and outs of, of, of what makes, you know, a, a company of that size specifically, um, you know, tick and keep going and, and, you know, year after year. I mean, we're, we're seeing it, unfortunately, in mid-level companies and small companies and family businesses and local restaurants and things. You know, it, it's happening across the board because of the pandemic. And I'm not blaming the pandemic on this with WWE. This is what happens in corporate America when things are fantastic. But every company has to make a choice. At some point, there's a number we want to hit. We got it. We got to hit that mark. And that's kind of what's happening with WWE. I don't personally think the WWE is going to sell any, at least anytime soon. Even even if Vince retires or worse, um, you know, I, I I do. I think there's there's probably a degree of um, of of there's a plan for what's going to happen if and when that day comes. And I think it's Triple H, and I think it's Stephanie, and I think it's possibly Shane or or other people that are already you know, running NXT or, or in those high-level positions. If not, though, I mean, the company's big enough to acquire a, a WWE, have the resources, I think, to put something in place. Like Comcast is going to know what to do sure. with WWE if they purchase Disney, although unlikely, would probably know what to do with that. I mean, they, these companies all have, like, tiers. Sure. So I think they'd be fully capable of fixing that, but it, I agree. I think it eventually just stays within the family. Well, and also, so here's another thought too, is that like, even if they sell, that doesn't necessarily mean that like the day-to-day operations change. Right. That was going to be my thought too. It literally would be, it would be WWE's way to scapegoat themselves out of any, any wrongdoing. Because now any decision that's made, a hiring, a firing, a booking decision, things along those lines, right now the buck stops at Vince. If Vince sells, it's NBC Universal's problem. Well, sure. Peacock sucks. Peacock sucks. It's not WWE's fault. It's NBC Universal's fault. Raw sucks. It's not Vince's fault. It's <laughs> WWE. It's, it's NBC Universal's fault. Sure. Or Comcast. Well, and I mean that—that's like, why we've be... seen various head writers of Raw get fired. Because I mean, yes, Vince makes the final call, but he can blame the—he can pass the blame onto the writer. You know, and it's a little bit also, different than that scenario. But let's let's not just breeze over the fact that this is the cool thing to do to shit on the WWE when they cut somebody. AEW just recently released Awesome Kong and Shauna from their contracts, and no one said a fucking word. Yeah, I actually, I mean, I, ha- I had that in my news, and that's going to be something to watch over the next, you know, six, eight months, because this is this is coming up on that mark of the first AEW signings. Also, 
they fill out two of their three shows with a shitload of indie guys that aren't actually signed. When they have a hundred people that are signed. So like it's underutilizing. You want more Marco stunt matches, Jim? Is that what you're saying? I definitely didn't say that. More Marco. I I definitely did not say that. I'll mark it down. (laughs) Mark it down. Um, But yeah, I, I, I just, it's, and again, ba- back to the, the the point of of the you know releases and everything, it, it sucks. People losing jobs suck, it, and, and it's it's not fun. It and but I think if the 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 releases this week, if they want to continue their career in the wrestling business, I think there's more than enough places uh, for them to do so. So let, let, let's go around the room. If where you think each of them. We'll, we'll end up, we'll go rapid fire. Braun Strowman, um, I honestly think he's going to be back in WWE for less money. Ryan. I was going to say the same thing. Intern Mark. I think he would be a good commentator on AEW. <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's a Hall he's, he's Is he a future uh, Hall of Famer or a current Hall of Famer? Future Hall of Famer. Now, I... I I don't see Braun going anywhere else other than back in WWE eventually. I don't see him in AEW, independence, anything like that. I think he'll take some time off and be back in WWE. Tim. Hollywood. Oh. Matt. Yeah, I was going to say he does like the autograph circuit, the convention circuit, and then, you know. Yep. Back to it. I think he's, he's bound for bigger than just TV. I think so. Devin says NWA. Uh, Alistair Black. I think. I think AEW. I really do. I think. I think he's at AEW. Uh, Matt. Yep. Tim. Absolutely. AEW. Mark. Yep. He'll be a great fit in AEW. Ryan. Want him to lead the butcher and the blade and the bunny to heights not seen. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Lana. AEW. She's going to be right there with, with uh, Miro. Ryan. Yep, ballet. Uh, Mark. Yep, AEW, without question. Tim. CJ and Miro versus Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. There you go. Matt. Yep, I mean, that's that's the only thing I can see happening there. Isn't Booker T a big fan of uh, Penelope Ford? Penelope Ford. <laughs> yep, I love her. She's great. <laughs> Alistair Black, though, he needs to stand out from the crowd. <laughs> Uh, Devin is AEW. I think that's for uh, for Alistair. Um, Murphy. I think Murphy would be great in like ROH or Impact. Personally, uh, Matt. Um. <laughs> yeah, Impact or nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know that he necessarily catches on. Honestly, I mean it. I don't know that he's a big enough draw. Like, I mean, I don't even think he's like a Zack Ryder. AEW Dark. <laughs> right. Uh, Tim. Darknado 6. <laughs> Tim. New Japan. Oh, okay. Uh, intern Mark. I was thinking uh, Impact. Okay. Uh, and Ryan. Absolutely, New Japan. I think we're judging Buddy Murph from his little uh, slice of WWE. But if you did that with Neville um, and 
how he fizzled out in 205 Live and what he really became as, as the Pac character. I think we can see that with Buddy Murph in New Japan. I also believe this is the correct answer. Wait, that pun? Never mind. Uh, Ruby Riot. You're uh, a bastard. <laughs> no, Pac's the bastard. Right. Uh, Ruby Riot. I am. I think she could be great pretty much anywhere. Um, but I, I think I think she's going to end up in AEW. Ryan. I think we will see a Heidi Lovelace in AEW. Mark. I, so there's, there's some kind of carrying on here. But anyway, uh, now I think eventually AEW, but I could see an impact or uh, NWA first. Okay. Tim. Uh, AEW. Matt. AEW. Uh, and then finally, Santana. There's, there's enough name recognition with Heidi, I believe, that she'd do absolutely fine carrying that name into AEW. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and Santana Garrett, I think, um, honestly, NWA or, or the Indies, um, I think she was, a, you know, she was big on the Indies. And, and I think that that's probably her, her best fit. Um, Matt. Uh, yeah, either going back to being the indie starlet, I, I could see Impact um, as a possibility as well. Tim. Impact. Mark. Yep, Impact or NWA. All right, yep. and Ryan. Yep. Uh, yeah, indies I could see. Uh, is is WoW still a thing, Women of Wrestling? Uh, she may be bop over there for... Uh, I don't know if it is or not, actually. A show or two. They brought it back for a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it's still... May not have been a she thing because of the pandemic. Maybe Shimmer. Who the hell knows? Indies. There you go. All right. Let's uh, let's pause here. Let's take a break. Let's hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll talk Double or Nothing. We will talk our Wrestler of the Week and much more. Stick with us. Three Count Thursday Live. Promotional consideration paid for by the following... Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LiebSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. 
WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Welcome back, Free Count Thursday, June the 3rd, 2021. We are still the podcast of the millennium. If you're watching along live with us, make sure you give it a like and a share. If you subscribe to us on YouTube, make sure you share the page. If you subscribe on podcast platforms, especially Apple Podcasts, give us a rate and review over there. Five stars anywhere, not just Japan, Dave Meltzer. Um, We'd appreciate that. Get as many... um, People help us spread the word on the podcast as well. Um, let's quickly, I mean, I don't want to necessarily rush through it, but um, the 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 discussion about the release and stuff went a little longer than I thought, which is fine. Um, looking back to, to Double or Nothing this past Sunday before we get to a wrestler of the week, um, I'll kind of, I'll run down the results if there's any match in particular. Um Anybody wants to talk about uh, opening match on the pre-show, Serena Deeb retained the NWA women's title. Um, opening of the show, Adam Page defeating uh, Brian Cage in a singles match. The Young Bucks retained the tag team titles against Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Um, saw Jungle Boy, of course, last eliminating Christian Cage to win the um, Casino Battle Royale. Um, personally, I thought it was Christian the whole way. I, I love the fact that they uh, went with Jungle Boy in this spot. Um, pleasantly surprised me, if I'm being 100% honest. The previous two Casino Boy, uh, Royale winners really went on to to big things, so it's, uh, things are looking good for Jungle Boy. <laughs> who, was, who was it besides Brian? Brian Cage was one. No, he won the uh, Casino ladder match. He won the, yeah, he won the giant poker fun. chip. It was uh, Adam Page in 2019 oh, yeah. and Lance Archer last year. Okay. So good luck, Jungle Boy. <laughs> yeah, you get your title shot in two weeks, and you're likely to lose. Uh, Jungle Boy is a is a star on the AEW roster that will benefit from live fans. Hundred percent. That the pop was huge, I, and I, that I, finish was incredible. It was. Um, so good it was it was real good um things that weren't real good cody rhodes uh defeating anthony agogo um miro you say that rhodes has a star on the rise too sure he does i mean he's <laughs> to the moon um miro wrong uh wrong week midweek show ryan uh miro defeating lance archer to retain the uh tnt title um personally i think this match should have been shorter even than the 950 that it was um should have been three minutes yeah it, it Miro just, just ragged all in it absolutely time. should have um and it felt lo- honestly it felt longer than 950 he threw a bag of snakes <laughs> right Peter, go get him Peter, gonna get him um dr Britt baker dmd uh defeating hikaru shida to become the new aew uh women's champion um i'm glad Britt won but I think Ryan, as we were talking, I was dead wrong. <laughs> we were talking. I went back and watched it. That match was fantastic. Was it? Yeah, it was really good. Maybe. Was it? I really enjoyed it. I, I went back it and watched it. I thought it was great. How long was that match? Uh, uh, seventeen minutes. Seventeen. Yeah, 20. like cut some time. 
Yeah, God forbid we give the women equal amount of time in like a Well, no, no, title to be match. fair, there's multiple fair. men's matches. You definitely are a WWE fan. There's I could go through, I, I could it. go through this entire pay-per-view and say every uh, blanket statement right off the cuff. Every match <laughs> take 4 minutes off. Yes. Every one of them. Every four. every match was too long. Every one of them. Every single one of them. They there's do no, four pay-per-views that goes 4 hours. It has nothing you to do with the length of the pay-per-view. You absolutely got the money. It does. If you cut no. four minutes off of every fucking match, that pay-per-view is shorter. It has everything it, to do with it four does. hours. It does. It, it, but per mathematics, taking four minutes off of nine matches gives you 36 extra minutes. For what? Not my problem. It's If, 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 a, if two wrestlers are given... 17 minutes of time to wrestle, but they've only got 13 minutes of material. It makes that match so much harder to watch because you're filling stuff in. That match was a hit. Every, hit Sheeta and, and Britt Baker was a hit everything, kick out of everything. Best. Honestly, to me, and, and I, I haven't gone are back you, and watched the show. Are you new to AEW? <laughs> But I, I but every match is like that, and that's another thing too. Like I, I thought the they hit they do everything. I'm sounding like Jim Ross. <laughs> I thought that the NWA women's title match was better than Britt versus Sheeta. It was not. I mean, I, I I may have to go back and watch both of them back. Wait, please play the wrong sir clip for yourself. <laughs> what if I don't feel that I am the? You know what? I'll I'll, I'll oblige you. I'll, wrong sir. Wrong. I I really enjoyed Deeb and Riho too. I thought no, that match was great. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed a long women's match where they actually were given the time, and yep, they kicked out of everything and they threw everything. And I think you have a brand new championship, and you need to establish that this is important. And these girls are going to go and do what it takes to win this match, and that's what we saw. And uh, it was 17 minutes. It's not like it was the longest match. Well, no, it certainly was not the longest. I feel yeah, like but... NXT had like a 30-minute women's match one time, and everybody fucking loved that. Because it was an Iron Woman match. Well, I, you know what? Ticky-tacky, Jim. Ticky-tacky. No, I mean, like, I mean. Well, how long was it? It was 30 minutes. My point is proven. Right, no. but, but you also knew that going minutes. in. We that all was, just said. We that all was agreed. established. So we that would be better agreed. as a 26-minute match. No, because the it was The concept an... of the match was a 30-minute match. Correct. Yes. Right. So 17 is too long. In this case, yes. I'm, I'm not, not allowed to speak on behalf are. of the Iron Woman match because Go Sasha Banks wrestled in it. I can't. <laughs> That's also You're true. more than but, welcome that, to speak up about it because Bailey wrestled in it. There you go. Like it's, no, so, but the moment here, Bailey was 17 in minutes isn't the issue. Okay. 17 minutes isn't the issue. The time itself is not the issue. It's the fact that this match, as well as... Um, matches one through 10 um went too long I just, I just appreciate that jim is saying this 17 match is too long when you had Wait. the undertaker having a 22 minute entrance did and we, didn't seem I like mean, upset about that when you predicted 22 minutes i mean so did we not just say that miro and lance archer was the longest nine minute match we had ever seen I mean, not ever. I've seen some indie stinkers. Okay. <laughs> okay. For for a mainstay big three company pay-per-view match, would you not say that Miro and Lance Archer 
had a long nine minute match. I mean, that's that's very that's a lot of recency mm-hmm. bias, but yes, it was super long. Okay. So if they had they had nine minutes, but they only had four minutes or five minutes of material. That's a little different though, because I, I felt it was too long because it shouldn't have been that long. Not because they couldn't like go. It it should have just been a squash match for Miro. That's why I felt I think that it everybody was too long. wants the Rusev Miro back, and that's just not who we have in AEW. And, and I think and also, that's why people to, want that match shorter. There's also some protecting that needs to be done for Lance Archer too. You just can't because, kill the guy. And if you put him in there against Rusev Miro, and you kill him in three minutes, you've essentially done just that. Okay, but it's not like so. Leave him and Archer bounce back from that. Daniel Bryan lost in 18 seconds at a WrestleMania. Yes, and that made Fine. him. It made him. Took a lot to build him back to that. That was because WWE didn't want to build him back. <laughs> That's not like him. Like, wasn't that really just supposed to put over the bro kick? Yeah, I think so. Like it's a and kick to, that's a finisher, and it was and the wow. distraction by AJ Lee. Yeah, the yeah, split it was from supposed AJ. to be like the kiss of death thing. Yeah. That, okay, okay. Um, I will give you that match should have been shorter. I feel like a go go should have won in a much shorter mm-hmm. amount of time and just caught Cody with a punch. A go go definitely should have won. That's me yeah. like playing armchair quarterback Booker that that I'm not. Right. I love a go-go's trunks, by the way. I think that was the, the one of the biggest. Uh, oh, his trunks were fantastic. We we were trying to figure out how he was using the Olympic rings, but the bottom two rings were the G. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. And the top is the O's in his name. Brilliant. Love it. Probably the best gear that I've seen in a long time. Mike. Was Leo Rush on anyone's radar for no. the surprise entrance? Okay. No, no, I thought it was. That was a no. letdown because it wasn't CM Punk. <laughs> I think like that's what everybody's gonna say. I mean, here's the thing: it it, it caught me by who surprise. Did, who did everybody guess? I think I my my guess was Paul yeah. White. I thought he was okay. gonna pull the the Jerry the King think, Lawler and step up from. I think the, we all said that, and then was it Devin that said Andrade? Andrade. Yeah, yeah. And I thought there could have. I thought there was a possibility it could have been Andrade, but I didn't think it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought even when because I didn't I, when I predicted it, I didn't remember that. Paul White was on commentary. I thought he was going to pull the, the Jerry the King Waller thing where he gets up and puts the headset down and then just goes in and like and I get he's going to take more people to eliminate him, but I thought that was that was going to be the thing that was going to happen. So it was it was definitely a cool surprise. You would have preferred Paul White over Leo Rush? Not necessarily. I I I I mean, I thought it was a cool surprise. I mean, I I don't I I don't feel it was a letdown by any stretch of the imagination. I have my own pro- I have my own problems with the Casino Battle Royale. I have two. I have two notable um, problems. My my biggest problem with it is there's no good way to bring five guys out at one time. Because the first one, if memory serves, they all came out at one time, and it's like, why aren't these guys fighting? It's all, but now you bring them out with separate entrances, and that it, that just seems convoluted as well. I get they're they're trying to do a Royal Rumble without doing what WWE does. So I give him credit for that, but there's no good way to bring five guys out at the same time, especially when you only have one tunnel. My big problem was it was three minutes between entrances. Mm -hmm. I get that it's five people at a time, 
but three minutes is a long time to watch five dudes just kill time until especially when you see the clock the beauty of titan time is it's it, it it can be 38 seconds it could be two and a half minutes it's whatever the match dictates right. but when you see the clock counting all, all you're doing is watching the clock waiting waiting for three minutes to come down by the way if you cut a minute off of every timer <laughs> that's four minutes you would save from the casino battle royale mike here um going back to the tnt title match he says a squash mesh for miro um if you want to do that hand him like trent or chuck or somebody like that if you squash Archer, that leaves him 0-2 in TNT title matches. Yeah, I, I don't. This I also don't necessarily think we needed to get a rushed Miro-Lance Archer match that was booked in two weeks. I think that could have been a great long match, Summer of Miro, and Lance Archer's the big guy coming to take the title. But, you know, they, they went a million miles an hour straight into uh, that feud as well. But and also you have to think too, it's their first pay per view in front of a live a full live crowd. Fair. So you want to give them the biggest matches you can, and two big names together, like or, or four, two former WWE guys with name recognition for a title. Put them together. That's fair. Uh, Darby and Sting defeating Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, twelve thirty. Um, Kenny Omega defeating Orange Cassidy and Pack three-way match um, to retain the AEW World Championship. Um, and then, of course, finally, the Inner Circle defeating the Pinnacle in the Stadium Stampede match, 31 minutes uh, and 30 seconds. We're going to be uh, doing this podcast three or four years from now when Orange Cassidy is released from AEW and say, God damn, how red hot orange cassidy was and AEW didn't have the balls to put the championship on him in this match right here because that crowd was all the they, fuck they were re- they were orange ready cassidy man they were ready they I and- was, what i was really looking forward to with double or nothing was aew to actually do something that they said they were gonna do at the beginning of the company which was that they would make plans, but if the fans point them in a certain direction, that they would listen to the people and they would give them what they want and they would make accommodations thereof. Wrong, what sir. harm is Wrong. it? <laughs> what harm is it at double or nothing to have Orange Cassidy win the title, even if it's to lose it back to Kenny Omega? in two or three weeks on television right there's zero harm in that especially because you could have done it pack eats the fall you don't even have to have kenny it in that spot the only harm in it is that's not what wraps up this pay-per-view that emotional blow off of of orange winning and then you have to go watch the inner circle match Literally, the fans Which will end in, up back in front of the, you. right. Yes. The fans in the crowd literally have to watch it on a TV screen before yeah, it ends up was, in the crowd. That's 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 that was why. a gutsy that was a gutsy call to have your main event be taped and air the end of it live in Daly's place. Brilliant, 
but the biggest kudos needs to be to every single fan who sat happily watching the stadium stampede and, on that one screen and assuming <laughs> right. and assuming that that it was and it, it did to their it did but assuming that that match is going to finish in the ring because there was a ring in the stadium <laughs> it could have ended there it could have ended in the boiler room or the you know the the cooler or whatever <laughs> mike says they also said records matter but only till they need another casino battle royale uh, to figure out the number one. And that's my, another problem I have with the Casino Battle Royale. We just, what's the point of I having I mean, if, if you've been watching, and again, this, records don't matter. <laughs> they don't. Um, my, don't say it. My biggest, my biggest complaint, because really looking back on it, I enjoyed the show. I did. My My biggest thing is every match that wasn't the Casino Battle Royale and the Stadium Stampede, had some form of interference, distraction, outside the ring shenanigans, whatever. And, like, you look at the main event, and with what Callis did setting up getting Kenny the win, it made perfect sense. But I literally just watched it seven different times in, in every match leading up to it. It means less and less every single time. If everybody bleeds, then it's not special when the guy in the main event gets color. So the, the the moment of Callus creating, you know, creating the diversion and whatever with the titles and all of this, it means so much less because it happened in Page versus Cage. It happened in the Young Bucks. It happened in the Cody Rhodes match with, you know, even just as simple with the Arn Anderson and QT Marshall stuff. Like, you just now, stop over, stop overdoing it. The one, uh, the one cat, the one of those three that I would save is the Young Bucks. Because that's still Don Callis. Right. That's still right. that group. So if you're going to do the extra Smaz finish, that's the one. Yeah, I'm not saying it, it can't happen in other matches. Because it, it, especially... Right, but every other one, and I'll give you that, every other one, Jake came out, Rebel interfered you know, every it, single match. Yeah, in, especially in a in a post-Attitude Era world where, you know, the, the, the lid, not only has the toothpaste come out of the tube, it's been like, kicked and blown out of the tube so like you know i'm not saying it can't happen in every you know save this for one match and one match only I'm, it's not it's not that it's it's when it happens in every single match and it's one of my gripes with dynamite is is every episode of dynamite ends with chaos pure chaos you know every time there's a there's a you know every title match that darby allen defended the tnt title he didn't even get to get up and start to celebrate before there were six guys attacking him every single time. It's just, it, it's too much. It, it, it's repetitive and it, it have and WWE is guilty of repetition. And I, I mean, obviously we've seen the same match on raw since last year's SummerSlam. So it's, it's not just an AEW problem that ends in DQ. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's- I didn't really notice it until you pointed it out. Um, so I don't. I wouldn't say it bothered me as much as it bothers you, but I do appreciate that. Like to do it every single match is certainly overkill. Like when it happened in the first two matches, and you sit tweeted something about, I was like, "All right, Jim, it's AEW. I get it." <laughs> yeah, right, right. They, you like, got to take stuff with a grain of salt when I'm man- when I'm manning the Twitter. You know, it's, when it's- it kept happening, I was like, "Okay, he has a point. This is this is a little much." 
Right. And 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 cuz this was the, you know, and I I also like this show cuz it was the first one that that Ryan and I have watched together and my wife thankful for this that we can watch pay-per-views together again. Thank you vaccines, thank you science. Um because my wife doesn't have to watch full almost full pay-per-views anymore. Um but like you know, we're we're just. I'm sitting... shocked you haven't booked her as a guest on this show. She is that WWE slanted too. Because <laughs> I wasn't kidding when Dynamite came on a couple weeks ago, and she goes, "Oh, this is the bad one, right?" I mean, I've taught her well. I really have. I've put in a lot of work over the last eleven years. You specifically yeah, called her back to the television to show her how tiny Marco's stunt was <laughs> so she would make, oh, that's a real wrestler? That's right, not a boy? A just to pick on Marco's stunt. Jim Jim really does lead the witness. With these, oh, it feels uh, like. Real bad. Un- unapologetically. <laughs> unapologetically. This is the one I'm not supposed to like, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, And the, the stadium stampede, like, I, I just thought some of the segments, individual match segments, some of them went, long way long but i mean i, I enjoyed the fun show spots in that the urban meyer thing was cool oh absolutely loved it you know for somebody that that is is a a sports fan a college football fan that was that was really cool um yeah i mean it, it was a it was a fun match and and um i feel like there was a lot of uh sean spears and sammy hagar spots that that probably could that could have been dialed the, in. Four, the four Ooh. minutes the four minutes could have gotten cut out of who? 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 Sammy, Sammy who? Sammy Hager? Hagar? Sammy Hagar. You're no, you're saying, thinking Jake you're Hager. You're two people from the same thinking, stable. That was David Lee I Roth. have no idea who that is. <laughs> um, But yeah, it, it was, and granted. Jake, Jake Jericho and granted, Hagar. Granted, Sammy and, and Spears were the two that finished the match. So in hindsight, I I guess you can see why they were some of the most featured players in in the presentation but um i saw 12 minutes at least more of sean spears than i need to i feel like that finish was a little underwhelming too straight if well, you, like crazy 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 oh in the rats is odd the story they told though makes perfect sense sammy was the reason they lost blood and guts correct so he is the reason why the inner circle stays together at Stadium Stampede. Now, whatever the blow-off's going to be, whether it's a, a singles match, kill your, kill your, <laughs> kill the stack. Like you have to murder somebody. Fighter Fest is just going to be singles matches between each member it, of the. It's going to be Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm okay with that. They're just going to. They're working in reverse. Blood sport. <laughs> like. I again how do you how do you how are your first two matches stadium stampede and blood and guts it still blows me away um I did see you arguing Jim on on Twitter with the fan who said that Judas oh, is the that's most the first over theme <laughs> um but I think to an extent they have a point like have we seen a crowd be that hot for a theme in a while no Probably not I mean, no ever but I mean I think Again, recency bias for right, that. Right, because I think – oh, I, I would definitely agree. It's it's one of the most over in recent memory. Um, It's fan participation. It's the same thing as, like, the yes chance. It's fun. You see it on TV, and you can't wait to do it live in person. 
Right, but it's also like actually learning lyrics as opposed to just chanting yes and putting your fingers in the air. Yeah, this is the most over theme in wrestling history. That's horseshit. The most over theme. Horseshit. Who's there? You can say it as many times as you want. Name two over because they sing it. That the song is over. The song. The theme is over. People weren't popping for Hulk Hogan because of real American. They were popping because it was Hogan. Same thing with Steve Austin. I beg, I beg to differ. I love his fucking theme. No, I I beg to differ. We have sat. We sat at a show in Hershey, Pennsylvania, when um, Curtis Axel was coming out to Real American, <laughs> and you heard Real American, and the, and the place went crazy. Yeah, I mean, that was also pop- Hershey, yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. You <laughs> popped for it because you weren't expecting to hear it, and you heard it. Judas and is it a great song. I own the, the Fozzie. I'll not deny that it's a great song. It is the most over theme in wrestling history. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard you say. I, I mean, ever. If you're looking at my actual phrase, it's not that ludicrous. It is. Then name another theme that is more over. You said the two already. But those weren't, people aren't looking forward to the song. People, people, those two songs. So you're saying Chris Jericho is grossly overrated because of the song he comes out to. I'm that saying Jericho, the, the actual fame, performance, is a disappointment once you're done singing Fozzie. I'm saying that the song is over. People look forward to Jericho coming out so they can sing Judas. They're not looking forward to the song to see Jericho. Fandango's like, theme. Fandango's theme was super over, and it wasn't because of Fandango. I will, I will argue. I will argue theme. Fandango's theme over Judas. No, no way! People have been singing Judas for multiple years. Fandango doesn't even have the same fucking theme anymore. And again, that's uh-huh. learning the lyrics for the song as opposed to just putting your we fingers in We also sang air. the Badaz. Yeah, people sang. The, I had, I had the shirt that had glorious. The, that was had the incredibly music. over. It was, about, uh, but again, it was like my baby tonight. <laughs> Jesus. The only the theme closest to being over is Shinsuke Nakamura's theme. But even then, I think that people were excited to hear the theme because it was Shinsuke, and Shinsuke performed into his theme, so it became that kind of crowd reaction. I'm saying Judas by itself. It's the most sing-alongable theme song. Most yes. over you can say that. theme. The yes. most sing-alongable theme. Over. Okay. All right. I, I I think we'll agree. I think we can agree. No. Don't fucking just say that to pacify him, Jim, because you don't no, agree. No, I, 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 as a theme I mean, itself. As the way Tim's wording it, it makes sense. Yeah, more. And the, the way he's wording it, I, th- I think it does make sense because, like, it is the theme. Now, not the person. Now, I, the I think that the, so I the think, most over sound effect was the glass breaking. I'll say, I think the glass breaking is more over than if Judas. If you were to ever like register the fucking sound of those pops. It blows Judas every day. It blows but, Judas out of the water every day. Right. But, but it's what they're popping for. 
the glass breaking means that the biggest star in the history of wrestling and is Judas coming means out. Chris Jericho is going to waddle his ass out and wrestle. Judas if means that we to- get to sing the effing chorus at the top of Go our lungs. to a Fozzie concert then. They do every Wednesday or Friday or Saturday at, at Daly's place. <laughs> at Sturgis. <laughs> They're there. But I, I think that I think that's the point, Ryan. I think like people are people are they're not getting over because they get to see Jericho kind of wrestle right, in twenty twenty. You just made that point Thank for you. us. Like Jericho's waddling his ass out to a ring. Yes. Something they're not excited about, about. Like, No. They're excited about Judas. Like you think the yes movie. We were we, you, uh, you guys are unreal. Get the fucking music off It's it's not a bad call by Mark. That's up there. (laughs) If you've ever sat at Jimmy's Famous Seafood and heard the great, late, great Nikolai Volkov almost sing that song, you get it. You get it. (laughs) That was some good stuff. Uh, um, But I I think think you're right, and I think my my tweet may may have been a a bit misled and and wrong. Who is you? What's that? You said I think you are right, Tim. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, Tim. I I, I did point at you, but I realize I'm pointing at a screen. Um. So yes. Uh. Let's go around. Grade for AEW. Double or nothing. I left my I left my score sheet upstairs, but I think did anything get a flat zero? <laughs> nothing got a flat zero actually, so it did better than uh, no zombies. WrestleMania backlash. No zombies. I, I think when I when I mathed everything out, I think it was a, a B minus. I think it was a B minus for me, which I, I agree with. I, I, I it wasn't a, it was not a bad show. It was awesome seeing it in front of a crowd again. Uh, Matt, I had it as a straight B. Very good, Tim. It was an A minus because of the crowd. Okay, Mark. Because the fans were so into it. Mark, how about you? Yeah, I. I thought it was a great show. I, I give it a B plus and part of that is like Tim said from the crowd. Having that live crowd back was a big deal. Yeah, that was cool. I'm I'm very much looking forward to what is it, July the sixteenth when we uh when we see the WWE back on the road. Uh Ryan. Uh I gave it a solid B, but uh because I got to see the fans sing Fozzie, that really upgraded the whole fucking thing to an A plus. So probably the, the greatest pay per view I've ever seen. Perfect. Seeing a Jericho rappel down um, with Fozzie playing. Oh, my God. It moved my heart. It moved my dick. I thought they were all going to die jumping off that thing. <laughs> I didn't know Man. they were tethered. I'm like, they're just going to jump off? Yeah, I was like, why? they're up there. Okay, they're going to. Uh, oh, good. They Camera are attached cut, to something. They're on the ground. All right. I thought that that was going to be something, too. Um, but apparently that was shot over like four days uh, from what Jericho said, the stadium stampede. Not, the, not them rappelling. <laughs> uh yeah. the, the the match itself devin said he gave it a c um and uh that is double or nothing but we have our oh, normal there's a, re- there's a reason devin listens to this wwe podcast every fucking week <laughs> we have our other weekly business to attend to though since john moxley cesaro way before gargano there was savage and roddy and saturdays on nbc on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday, free 
52. Um, anybody want to kick us off with their nominations? Ryan, go ahead. I would love to go first. Go ahead. Um, not because people love this segment and what they have to offer them, but because they love the entrance music to the segment. And that's really what <laughs> is, uh, it gets the segment over. Um, that's probably what I like you most about say it. I'm the salty one. Ryan's the saltiest uh, it's, it's, member of this it's, group. It's, I am absolutely yeah. not. Easily. Dude, the last couple of weeks you've mm. been... You've been a bit on the bitchy side. I'm not going to lie. You know what? It was Britt Baker, Jungle Boy, and Serena Deeb. <laughs> Ryan, you need another cigarette. Now, he's all like, he's son of a bitch. No wonder out. he's so moody. That's it all it makes sense He's now. out of smoke. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, Britt Baker, number one, uh, defeated Hakaru Sheeter, uh, her, ending her 372-day reign as AEW Women's Champion in a match that lasted 17 minutes, which is about five minutes too long, um, <laughs> but still made her... Uh, good enough to be number one. Uh, Jungle Boy, the winner of the Casino Battle Royal, which was a total clusterfuck, but I really enjoyed the match. Um, he was number two, and uh, number three was Serena Deeb in what was Matt's least favorite match on the card, apparently. Uh, I thought it was great, and um, some about Riho was in that. It was a solid little wrestling match. It was real cool. <laughs> wow. Uh, anybody else want to go next? I'll go. Tim, go ahead. Get him, Tim. So uh, for me, I've got Kenny Omega as number one uh, in probably my favorite Kenny Omega match ever. Uh, He actually seemed very palatable in this moment uh, with Pac and with uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Next is Britt Baker ending Karashita's 370 plus day title oh. reign kudos to her and third is jungle boy for getting the opportunity to face um kenny omega in not this week but next week on dynamite for the AEW world title in an impressive showing in the casino battle royale with cheese all right matt or mark royale you guys do you guys want to go you want me to go Matt, Mark can go. Mark, why don't you go? You want me to go? All right, let me think here. I had um, Isaac Yankum's favorite intern, uh, Britt Baker, the good dentist. She uh, she was one of Santa's elves, and she just wanted to be a dentist. It was a little unusual, but I put her at uh, number one. Remember that from Rudolph? Sure, but yes. Hermie was Yes, we remember. 100%. Oh, the land of she, misfit uh, to- I know all about that. Oh, the island of misfit toys. There was the Charlie in the box. You had the water gun that instead of water, it squirted the grape jelly. And of course, the train with the uh, square wheels. Number two, Mark. Who's number two? Number two. The spotted elephant was Mark. number two. Hey, Mark. Number- I had uh, the, the Jungle Boy. Oh, hi, Mark. I love that theme he comes out to uh, Tarzan Boy by uh, Baltimore. Was it Baltimore? Mm-hmm. That's a great 80s tune. It is a good tune. But I didn't expect to see the Jungle Boy win the match so i had to give it to the jungle boy good and then number three i went this is all AEW this week i went with uh with kenny omega i thought that was a very good a very good triple threat match i liked it a lot don't let it happen again mark matt i know i'm sorry (laughs) who are are your three 
Yes, so number one, I have Kenny Omega. I think he won the biggest title on the biggest event of the week, so that puts him at number one for myself. Uh, Number two, Britt Baker, the second biggest title at the biggest event of the week. And then I had Kushida for retaining the cruiserweight title at NXT. I thought that match was absolutely fantastic. Um, Jungle Boy was an honorable mention for me. Just I know Jim has that rule about all EW things, and I think I was already on like a a warning. So double, I, double secret probation. <laughs> kept it. Kept one NXT person for this week. Smart. I, I like you. You're starting to learn. I wish the some of the others in this group uh, would do the same. Um, my, I'm going to start with number three, uh, a guy who at uh, 62 years young um, was uh, was a shining star in in in, in their. Uh, tag team match and that is the uh the man they call sting i believe we've all heard of sting um my number two msk i thought the uh, main event of nxt uh on tuesday night this week was uh was really really good um and they retained their nxt tag titles and my number one um brit baker uh ending the one year plus streak of uh, hikaru shida in uh, in aew as their women's champion so that uh, was my uh, number one uh, Tim, where does that leave us overall for the uh, for the week and for the year? So for the week, we have uh, at the top of our standings, Britt Baker DMD with 21 points. Uh, second for the week with 11 is Kenny Omega. Third with seven points is the Jungle Boy. And taking fourth place honors and getting them in the running for wrestler of the year is MSK Wesley and Nash Carter. So how that shakes up for the year. Well, the big dog, Mr. Ooh, ah, the Ooh, man himself, Roman Reigns, still sets at the head of the table uh, through eight weeks. But now we have a definitive number two, in Kenny Omega with 17 points, hot on the heels. Uh, just one more first place uh, nomination for Kenny during the week can tie him up with uh, WWE's big dog. And tied will make sure that never happens. Uh, tied for third. <laughs> well, it depends. Kenny Omega can win against uh, Jungle Boy in two weeks. Uh, defending the title so that could uh jim will skip <laughs> having a podcast that week <laughs> sorry guys internet's <laughs> out oh uh, the poll will still happen the votes will still occur and i'll make the graphics and we'll put them on social media uh we are not missing weeks on this thing um but third with 10 points uh we, kenny omega gets cycled out of that in in the place of that is Britt baker dmd alongside carrion cross miro Bianca Belair and cool cow. <laughs> and that is your standings for the, the wrestler of the week and year. Be sure to know that you can check any of the live standings and the standings from previous weeks on three count Thursday's website. The link is at the top. There's a link inside. Uh, when you open that, it gives a breakdown of how the weeks are scored. And then there's a link at the bottom that takes you to the spreadsheet that I meticulously curate and uh yeah so enjoy yourselves there you go that is week eight since john moxley cesaro way before gargano there was savage and roddy and saturdays on nbc these five guys on facebook are gonna take
wrestler, wrestler on the week. The three count question of the week. Um, as we uh, as we start to wind down the show, and uh, this kind of built off of Ryan's uh, wrestler of the week standings from last week, and also I blatantly and unapologetically stole this topic from the Take Three Wrestling podcast. If you aren't subscribed to them, make sure you do so. Uh, friends of the show, the Take Three Wrestling podcast, and uh, it's. If you could make a show, if you were in charge and you were going to make a TV show like Young Rock based on another wrestler's life, which wrestler um, would you pick as your uh, as your TV show? So is there anybody that wants to uh, wants to kick us off with this question? Ooh. That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. Because I'm trying to think, like, who who would have an exciting younger version, younger story to tell? Am I the only one that did homework this week? I did homework. Oh, okay. say, no, I mean, I'm impressed with you, Ryan. No, you do other homework. I mean, three, the question of the week. This is the only thing I actually <laughs> got a uh, message to me about. <laughs> That's not true. Why do you always lie to the people, Ryan? So who do you? Okay, so who's so yours, you... Mister? I did my homework. Mr. I don't want to go first. Well, too bad. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll then I'll keep blathering on so you can rub it in that you did homework and I didn't. <laughs> Tim, you've changed. I know. I got <laughs> a haircut, Tim. It's uh, it's, it's all these. Him. You know what it is? It's all these. Zoa Energies. How'd that go? Did The Rock uh, marry nope, you? Or not yet. No? Not okay. yet. Nope. We're going to keep drinking him until he retweets me. They're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure, like, who younger, like, in college, like, collegiate high school age. Yeah, Ryan, I feel like you really want to talk right no, now. No, how how real is Young Rock? Like, it's not a fucking biography or an autobiography of him. Like, it's clearly... I mean, it's definitely... It's played up for TV. I mean, it's a TV I've also show. never seen a single episode of Young Rock, so I have no idea. It's like... actually not a bad show. Yeah, I, I actually recommend it. it. But but it's also... On the cock. Since we, since we are talking about TV shows, though... Um, right on the cock. I am loving The Good Place. So thank you, Tim. Thank you, Matt. I believe you both steered me in that direction. Um, I am absolutely loving that show. Um, but Ryan, I feel like you you wanted you want to talk. Do you do you want to? No. Do you want to no. give your answer, Mark? Because no, last think... time I fucking said something, it was fucking three Mark, on one, upset. and Mark sat in the corner and didn't say a goddamn word. <laughs> Mark, you're upset. I'm sorry if that upset you. <laughs> Mark, do you want to? You want to give your answer? Yeah. You said you did homework this yeah, week. I did some homework. So I thought about it. Who would have had an interesting childhood? And uh, I went with uh, Randy Orton being the third generation wrestler. The stories he heard from his grandfather and his dad and the wrestlers that would come by the house when he was younger. Plus the fact he was in the military. And uh, I think, was he a Marine that was dishonorably discharged? 
think so. Yeah. He pooped in the guy's bag. I was gonna say. I wonder. I I wonder if they're gonna if they cover that in an episode. Who told him to shit in a bag? So, so, uh, yeah, I think Orton would have a pretty good story to tell, especially from his childhood days. I have an answer now. Oh yes, Tim. And it's not very. uh, It's not very creative, but what on television is sure uh how about you turn fighting with my family into a tv series okay and retell Paige's story much like with uh mark talking about the stories Paige's family was wrestlers she got into wrestling at a very very young age and hearing all those stories played up through television would be kind of cool yeah good one matt or ryan would you guys care to go i also went with uh, a third generation superstar um i think you could get really cool once we get him into the ring uh, and some of the things that he's battled i went with uh the character known as bray wyatt with father irs and grandfather uh um, blackjack mulligan and the windham uncles i think there's plenty of wrestling characters um, that we would see Bray Wyatt as a child um, and then watch him like go through the Husky Harris uh, phase, what's created uh, a, a Bray Wyatt, like what snapped in him to want to go that route, uh, I think would make fun television times. I just thought Ryan, of another one. <laughs> Ryan, I was thinking you were going to go with Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I was going to go with uh, fucking Mike Cohen's kid. Uh, Ryan was going to go with Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> what a story he has to tell. Tim, do you want to give your other one? Sure, Matt, do you no, want to right. everybody else, everybody else needs to give theirs okay. first. Matt, do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Um, I will go. I was also thinking Bray, but um, I think after reading her book, I think a show about A.J. Lee and her journey, uh, especially with the the topic of the the book and the mental health thing, I think could go a long way, um, be a very valuable show in that sense. So that was my final answer of AJ Lee. I'd watch is it. there any surprise as to what my answer is going to be? Oh. Story about Brett, the Hitman heart. I mean, right. Like the, Talk about stretching my dad's stool, stretching people. in. Right. The I mean, if you had, you had a fucking bear living under the front, porch or something i mean my lovely mother help it was a goddamn i mean it was a goddamn circus in that house and you had wrestlers coming in and out all the time and then the series finale is his stroke right my poor brother we talk about my poor brother owen and all of my other family bruce and keith and all them and i mean you know all them them. i don't know the names of all the God bless his heart. Look, can I, I give points for naming all the women on Ron's uh, uh, You do. I, t- truth be told, I don't know all the brothers. Uh, Father Smith. I forgot about Smith my brother Smith. Was Smith was the oldest. He died. Yeah, that's Prostate the guy that cancer. had the last name as a first name, right? That's the one. Yes. S. Hart. Um, There's another B. Isn't there another B. Hart? Um, there was uh, Dean. Bruce, Dean, Owen, Keith. Martha. Martha. No, Martha was Owen's wife. And she married. Yeah, the she sisters married the were uh, Ellie. It, oh, it was Jim. Ellie was married to Nightheart. My brother Wayne. Um, yeah, Diana. Wayne. Diana. Oh, that's right, I forgot about Wayne. There was uh, Keith Hart. 
Yeah, Keith. Keith was in the the match, the Survivor Series match with. Uh, and, yep, he was there. Uh, the Kevin Knights. Hart was in there There's too. Ellie, I think. Kevin Hart, <laughs> Ellie. Everyone loves Ellie and Georgia. And then and there was, James of course, Allison, there was Ross, there was Mary Hart, Mary Hart did entertainment tonight. The guy Diana. who was Hart from uh, Captain Planet. I think he was one of the brothers. <laughs> and you got the episode where he reveals like how disappointed he is with Natty. Oh, oh, just on. tears. <laughs> Captain Planet. Me, me meeting my best friend, the Anvil, hooking him up with my my lovely sister. I believe uh, I believe he got married to Ellie. Well, Is here's right? some breaking news. Oh, we have from uh, Impact Wrestling. A limited number of fans will be able to attend Slammiversary on July 17th. At Skyway Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So for the first time since the start of the pandemic, fans back with Impact. And the WWE, the WWE star was Steve Cutler. Whatever. Didn't uh, Impact usually just get the small amount of fans anyway? Yeah. Mark, that's very mean. <laughs> that's so true. That's why I didn't do anything with them. I decided to do something with AEW, and then they put me in the down that instead of stairs, holding that nine thousand pound title. Maybe if they shifted up and made it look something real nice with like a winged eagle on it or something. Tim, what was your other answer? The Big Show. Nope, that was I'll on Netflix. Fuck you. <laughs> no, the Big Show show was the Big Show as a dad and like oh, doing the sitcom awful. life. But having the Big Show grow up and be a giant, like I was thinking, Andre the Giant. Nobody wants to hear talk about having a cookie talking like that. But Big Show is like an adolescent being much larger than everyone else, growing up as the the goofy giant. That would be uh, be cool. Young giant. A show about Kamala growing up would be good too. Well, they didn't have cameras in Uganda. Yeah, come on, Mark. That's true. The deepest, darkest Uganda from the jungles. Now, has has it just been me and Jim that watched Young Rock? Who else had seen it? I've seen a few episodes. So I haven't seen all of them. Is there a, a actor that portrays another wrestler that you just particularly like the best? Like the guy that portrays Andre, or the guy that does? Uh, I don't know. Any of them? Um, I mean, I've afraid. only seen two episodes, so. I mean, I think the guy that that does the does Randy Savage, I think, does a good job at portraying Randy Savage and not like a imitation of Randy Savage. That's fair. Uh, like the chic guy, he seems okay. Yeah, I did see a clip of Rocky Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think the guy who plays Rocky Johnson. I think, yeah, I think really so good. too. Yeah, yeah. The the scene the the scene I saw was when the Rock was getting into the University of Miami, and the Rock or Rocky Johnson was working at the factory. He took the call. I love the guy that played uh, Ed Orgeron as the defensive coordinator at Miami. That cracked me up because again, I'm a college football mark as well. Uh, Devin said he, he's liked it and he's watched a couple episodes. Um, Charlie uh, commenting about tonight's uh, Dark Side of the Ring, uh, Grizzly Smith and Jake the Snake Roberts and all that. Um, uh, I, I saw The that. Rock had tweeted earlier today he had gotten in like an advanced uh, release of the episode and, and talked about how uh, how heavy the episode is. So um, 
but uh, yeah, Dark Side's been been hitting really well. Is there any other? Um... Prepare for Jake Roberts to be on my top three next week. <laughs> um, is there any others uh, that that you think would be good before we move on to the news and and wrap this thing up? The only other two that I would enjoy would be the McMahon kids. I think that would be a great one. Yep. Yep. Especially um, the son. What's his name? Shane. Shane McMahon. Yeah, my, my friend Jason actually commented on it. He said Shane. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. <laughs> dollar, dollar. What an over theme song. Where's that heart attack I'm looking for? <laughs> um, I'm at the uh, <laughs> Charlie. With uh, Dustin Rhodes would be a good one. I think the Rhodeses would be good. With- I think. Ooh, we can do Cody. <laughs> we do Cody. Right up Cody's to the moment he that. gets the neck tattoo. Yeah, and then yeah, done. It starts with the neck tattoo in the first. <laughs> no, it works backwards. So I'm I'm curious how you wonder it how mementos, I got here. It mementos, so it it works in mm. forward and reverse. You meet in the middle. I love yeah. it. Um, Charlie says Bruce Pritchard, Doctor Tom Bruce, Houston Wrestling, being with Vince. That would be something. It could be. Charlie also said carry and cross, I bet. <laughs> um I mean I, I think I remember on the on the the Facebook post and on Twitter, I think some people had said like Ric Flair and or Charlotte Flair. Could not put any of Ric Flair's stuff unless right. it was like showtime. <laughs> um or uh Comedy Central after dark or something like that. Um twenty two minutes of Rick doing Cinemax. blowing fucking women. <laughs> Cinemax. <laughs> It was Camp WWE, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's definitely not making it to NBC. We know that for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely some uh, some good responses there. Thank you to those um, who, uh, who who responded to that uh, on the social media posts. And um, anything else before we hit the news, guys? We've apparently hit the point of our podcast where we just have to steal from other podcasts. So if you guys have a question of the week, tweet us. Uh, you can email us. I think we have an email. We still do. You can we fax do. us. We don't uh, have however a However you want to get the information to us. We uh, had to, we we had to, uh, we had to make some cuts during the pandemic. So we, oh, we do no fuck. longer have a fax. fax line. Okay. Fax, well, the well then you can tweet us or email us, uh, what, what question you would like us to tackle next week. So we don't have to steal from the, uh, squared circle jerks podcast. <laughs> I mean, Ryan, you're also feel, you can feel free to, in our group text, that we text in on a daily basis with each other. Jim, I feel like I brought the question of the week last week. You did, but you can also You're suggest welcome. you can also suggest other topics as well. It's just a, just a thought. Let's talk uh, I don't know, let's, let's let's do it right now then. What should it be, Jim? Most over uh theme ever. <laughs> uh we already discussed that. It yeah, is it's already, it is Judas. Judas. <laughs> Stupid bullshit. Unreal. <laughs> Fucking hate this podcast so much. I said with Five minutes into this fucking show, I wanted this to be quick, and now we're after 10 o'clock already. We're always after 10 o'clock. God w- damn it. WWE announced okay. 20, 25 City. Isn't there a Sixers game or something Matt has to be watching? No, they don't no, play till Sunday. Sunday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Capitals don't play. Uh, well, we or- knew that. Orioles suck. Phillies, I think they're disappointing this year, correct? Always. Every year. It's not football season yet. Uh, Tim, the- do the Braves play tonight? I don't know. I don't pay attention till the All Star break. Perfect. Intern. In well, in the, yeah. Is ET showing somewhere tonight at a local drive-in? Uh, 
You can find it on the Superbox. If you have a Superbox, he's on there. Ah, we can't talk about that. We'll get, we're going to get kicked, illegal still, Mark. We'll get kicked off the air, I think, if we if we talk How about, about the, the Superbox. Uh, 90 Day Fiance. You guys no, no, we certainly. Um, I won't spoil it for you. Good. good uh, Angela did survive her plastic surgery, though. I'll let what you about know. Captain No Neck? How's he doing? Is he all right? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm glad you asked, Jim, because Jim, on the tell-all, the tell-all, all right, so WWE announced a 25-city return tour as uh, they get back on the road. Apart from Raw and SmackDown uh, television tapings, they also have um, Super Show branded house shows. WWE hoping that the uh, combined branded shows, um, with the, you know, people getting back, uh, wanting to get back to see live events, create more ticket demand um, and ticket purchases than house Just show. Just do me a favor, unmute him for a second. I want to hear him. Is he still That's going? See where he's at here. And then, then I couldn't believe Liz okay. went back to him. All right, that sounds about right. Uh, as Ryan mentioned earlier, AEW officials reportedly chose not to renew contracts for Awesome Kong and Shauna. Uh, there was some speculation on Kong and Shauna after their profiles were removed from the AEW roster. Um, it was noted by Fightful Select, word going around as far back as April said Shauna was not expected back as there were some issues with her and other wrestlers in the company. Um, regarding Kong, the report noted that her departure was expected uh, by some as she hadn't been working uh, in the coaching role that was originally discussed for her uh, as well. Mark, where, are you still are you still going, Mark? Here. So then Ed turns out... He- All right. Uh, AEW star Joey Janela currently dealing with an injury. Janela took to Twitter this week, announced that he is dealing um, with an injury. He's not currently medically cleared to compete. He noted that doctors do not know the severity of it yet. He's expecting to be back in the ring in July. He will not be able to compete for GCW this Saturday, Atlantic City, New Jersey, but he will be doing commentary. He also uh, is going to miss his match with the June 19th GCW show in uh, Wyoming, but he is almost 85% sure he'll be able to wrestle on the July 10 GCW card in uh, Dallas, Texas. He last wrestled for AEW on Dynamite uh, last Friday night, losing to Adam Page in a match. Uh, where it is believed that the injury took place. I also saw he was uh, getting some dental work with Britt Baker. Um, also, she is a real dentist, apparently. I wish I would have known that. Um, Mark Mark looks like he's he's exhausted. What is he, what is he saying now? Mark, what? <laughs> so, and, and Angela, said, wake up, Angela. Wake up, Angela. Okay. All right, he's still going. Uh, and then finally, during a Tuesday appearance on Busted Open Radio, new WWE Raw announcer Jimmy Smith talked about his first night with the company. Uh, Smith talked about being produced by Vince McMahon and Michael Cole. Um, he said he had uh, Bjorn Rebney yelling at him in Bellator. It happens. Dana White didn't really do it in, in UFC, but he's dealt with multiple people yelling at him on mo- or multiple people talking to him. It wasn't new at all. When Vince hopped on, it was about things that were specific to WWE that he needs to learn that he found helpful. Uh, he, he said every time Vince jumped in, it was, in WWE, we say this. Uh, it was all helpful. Even though there was three different voices, they jumped in at different times. He had Michael Cole in his ear because he was producing. He also had Kevin Dunn and occasionally Vince McMahon. Uh, he added that Triple H texted him uh, on Tuesday morning, said, great job, and that's what matters Keeping your gig depends on four or five key people. If they're all happy this morning, uh, then that is what matters. Um, I thought he did a a, a really good job. Uh, Ryan, uh, how did you feel? He didn't stand out. 
and that's the key to good commentary. Yeah. Um, and I think Verk did. Uh, so welcome, welcome aboard, Jimmy. Let's uh, let's see how long it lasts. Uh, Tim, Matt, do you guys enjoy if you if you got any of Raw? I'm not sure if you caught any of Raw this week. Uh, Sounded like he belonged. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. Natural. Yeah. It's fine. Mark, did you? What did you Colt's think? Mob then comes out, and they said uh, <laughs> they had Vanessa and Colt sitting over there on the couch, and Jessica's there, and then Jessica and Colt's mom, Debbie, start going at it. Mark, Mark, like, oh, Mark, wait. Mark, you don't want to give away too much. Uh, yeah, they need those. They need those the Discovery Plus uh, subscriptions. Uh, but what did you think about the new Raw commentator, Jimmy Smith? Did you enjoy his uh, work this week? Jimmy Smith was, uh, I you know I, I wasn't overwhelmed by him, but he wasn't terrible. So I'll give him a little bit of time. Yeah, I mean, he was no big show Paul White, I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I think he's gonna be all right. Charlie but, says his energy was on point. I agree. I think I I think he sounded yeah, he sounded yeah. natural in the role. I think that's the that's probably I think he'll be all right. The best way to put it. Uh anything else where we close this thing out, guys. All Did right. you guys want to talk about ninety day fiance? No, we're or? good. We're good. Now, you really filled yeah. us in, though. Thank you yeah, for that. Thank that, you. that really was insightful. Well, I hope I didn't give away too much. No, I, I, it was just enough. Just enough. All right, good. Mark. Good. Got anything to plug this week? Well, Hershey Park's open every day of the week right now, so that's right up through Labor Day. So you can go out there and uh, have some fun riding the coasters and uh, going by the arcade. You actually put out some new uh, prizes at the Redemption Counter this week, so take a look for them. You make it to the Hershey Park Arcade there beside Mine Town Biddle. Uh, Ritz Market is always hopping every Tuesday. Stop by and see Vernon at the Countryside Bakery. The formerly Marion Pies. Um, what else is happening? I think it's good. You don't want to over... Much like 90 Day I, Fiance, it, you don't want to you know overload what? the plugs. No, I, I think we'll leave it at that. All right, good. We'll leave it at that. Perfect. Ryan, got anything? Uh, no, I never have anything going. You can follow me. It's at RYN Eagle. And I apologize. The show probably would have been better if we saved four minutes off of each segment. Man. Sorry. And that is why Ryan is the saltiest member of Three Count Thursday. I, I'm starting um, to agree. You can follow me. Uh, I think it's still on the screen, so I'm not going to go through it. Go to the Three Count Thursday Instagram. There is a woman of the week every week this week. It is Gisette Ramos. Give them likes. Give them shares. Give them follows. Um, and support women's wrestling as we try to best we can. Tim, what do you got? At not the tool man across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. If you care, I got TikTok. I don't TikTok, but you can send me your tiki talkies. I think they're really funny and interesting. If you enjoy what uh, I have to say here, I do a couple other podcasts. You can catch me at Final Wrestling Place on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, every week, we are breaking down Good Place and Bad Place members of Stables. Last week, we did the NWO. And this week, in honor of the anniversary, we are covering the Nexus, the new Nexus, and the core. Uh, so that should be fun. And we do live reaction podcasts for after every AEW, WWE, and NXT pay-per-view called Viewer's Choice on the North-South Connection. You can follow us there at VC on North-South. It's a good time by all. Guys, have a wonderful weekend. I love each and every one of you. Uh, Kiss your homies. 
And uh, we'll see you back here next week. Yeah, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports, but make sure you're following the show at Three Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, uh, go to threecountthursday.com. Of course, always stay up to date on our uh, Wrestler of the Week standings, and uh, you'll find our merchandise, collar and elbow brand deal, and uh, all of that. You can also see it, I believe, on the graphic. Not sure if it's up on the screen or not yet. Just go to threecountthursday.com. Subscribe to the show, all podcast platforms, uh, and as well on YouTube. Until next week, everyone, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?